on cooter. School me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And I'm yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. How's your week? Dude, it's been good. You done tax season yet or what? Well, two more weeks, man. Two more weeks. Oh, snap. Just got a message. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. What's this message about? Well, one, your wife sent me a text message. Uh-oh. She's smiling at me. She's pretty proud of herself. Uh, tell her it wasn't a very good GIF. GIF, GIF, I don't know which one you use. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should get some listener feedback on that. I say GIF. People think that's wrong, and they're very passionate about that. But Dude, GIF sounds way better than GIF to me. You know why I'm a strong GIF guy? Why? It is because the peanut butter that starts with a J is pronounced GIF. So I yeah. always think of... Like I Gif think of the word butter. well, and I also think of the word go is g, so then it's like g i f would be gif. I guess that's, that's some logic there. But but I there's, I could, if I give it enough time, I could think of a word that starts with the absolutely. j. Absolutely, not not denying that at all. It's it's more just the logic that's played out in my head as to why I pronounce it that way. Whereas like if you use the word like gyro, which starts with a j or with a g. Yeah, it's, it starts with that toe. Like, I'm not d- denying that there is an argument to be made for the other side of it. Yeah. I'm more explaining my logic as to how I get to GIF. Or GIFT, which is just missing the T at the end. Oh, that's true. It's the same that spelling. That can make all the difference. You know? You gotta admit, it, that's how English works sometimes. You wouldn't call it a GIFT if you were giving someone a gift? A gift. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know? Hmm. Maybe it just that just sounds dumb. Maybe that should be my argument moving forward as to That's why a better argument. a GIF. That's a better argument. Oh, man. I feel like I maybe just won right there. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure the people who developed it call it a GIF themselves. Yeah, so, that's true. The guy who developed it did say it was pronounced GIF, but yeah. Oh, man. English is a stupid language. The fact that we call something a, a GIF or a GIF, which is just an image... That's being like that moves replayed. for like a three-second repeat. Yeah. yeah. That's... What abs, though? I wonder if GIF is in the dictionary. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. You think so? Yeah, let's look it up. Man, we, we live in a dictionary, weird society. Dictionary, apologize for the typing, because I'm looking up GIF, GIF, GIF. Okay, a set of standards, blah, 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 blah. Is, oh, I'll see if I can get it to pronounce it here. It's understandable, blah, 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 blah. The inventor of the format, they say people, they say because G stands for graphic, GIF Ooh. should be pronounced with a hard G. Um, but they're saying the guy who came up with it insisted that it's pronounced J-I-F with a soft G, like gelatin or giant. What? Oh, but, yeah, yeah, giant's another, oh, interesting. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's, mm. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe that developer was just trying to be different, you know. Well, you know, he did come up with something that people use all the time now. I gotta so. respect it because I do use it in so many of my text conversations now. Me too. I love a good GIF. Yep. And say right. a whole sentence with one GIF. That's exactly it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Huh. 
So, well, Maddie, I got a, I got a Tarek's tantrum for you. Oh, we're just starting off negative, okay? Tarek's tantrum. Lay it on me. Go. Hang on, Let's can go. I just point out? I was thinking about this because in my office, sometimes me and a buddy that I work with, um, sometimes we get frustrated with, you know, it could be a number of different things that take place. And he'll always be like, I'm getting revved up. And so hmm. that's what we say now. We're, we're getting revved. So we're getting revved. Tell, Derek, tell me what's revving you up, bud. Derek's tantrums. I was uh, hanging out with some people this week. This is something that's been something that annoys me for a long time. And we started talking about personality tests. I hate personality yes! tests. Yes! Enneagram. That's the one specifically. <laughs> Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, um, Colors is the one my employer decided to go with. And I just think they're so stupid. And don't get me wrong. Like, I think they're cute and, and fun, but I, I put them in the same category as which Disney princess are you in a Facebook quiz. That's where, <laughs> that's the level of seriousness I give to personality tests. It's like something interesting you can do, but the fact that you put more stock in it than you would put in that Disney princess quiz just boggles my mind. <laughs> yeah, I hate them so much. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. And then, you know, classic. It was actually Caleb Lott's friend of the show. It was like, oh, Enneagram's different. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure that's what every other personality test in the history of personality has said. Personality tests have said about themselves every single time. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. We're the same as every other personality test we've so, promised. Yeah, exactly. No, of course they're different. <laughs> so let me ask you, did you do the personality test? I did. I was, oh, uh, Derek, you six succumbed to with a five it. or something. I don't know. And then, you know what, I think I, I want some uh, people over to my side. It's just like, you know, I think the idea of self-reflection is important. I think the idea of understanding that there's people who have different motivations who think a little differently than you is important. But I think beyond that, the personality test is useless because you know what I mean? I answer questions differently based on what I'm doing, what yeah. role I'm in. And it's just lazy for you to think that you know my Enneagram or my Myers-Briggs letters or my color if you think you know me. Or it's lazy for me to think I know you because I know what color you are or what Enneagram exactly you are. I don't know anything it. about you. <laughs> hey so you want to know how i learn what your personality is talking to you hanging out with you yes, working with you exactly. doing something yeah. with you not reading some stupid chart based on some 50 random standardized questions that they ask you exactly and that you click one of five or six possible answers which might not even encompass the answer that you would want to give exactly but exactly. you're you're forced into a box that's why they're stupid in my eyes Exactly. People aren't. People can't be put into boxes. People do things that are different than that they would normally do all the time. Oh, and if you, yeah, it's just lazy. Get to know the person, and then you know them. Not because you know their color. Yeah. Or their any or their Myers Briggs letters. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page on this, Maddie. I'm sure they pissed off a lot of people. They're like, no, it's totally different. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some people, some small subset of people who use personally personality tests properly. But if we look at the outcomes, let's be real. Most people use it very prescriptively to try and put people in a box or as an excuse to do dumb stuff. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a, such a such a <laughs> number nine. I don't care what number you tell me yeah. you are. Just don't, don't be, be an dumb. asshole. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Stop describing yourself in that way. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. That's oh, good. Yeah. I like a good tantrum. That was good. Dude, I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up because that's a really good point. You know what? I'm thankful I've never had to do this, but I have had several people who've gone for job interviews mm-hmm. and they've been required to do a personality test as part of the interview process. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. I would, I would not, I would take my name out of the running if that's what they were. Really? Me. Well, I yeah, would do it if I because did the job. I would, my response to them would be, why don't we just have an hour conversation and you can get to know me and then you'll get to know my personality through that rather than assuming that my personality is going to come out in some standardized test that I know. It's, millions it's of other dumb. people have all done and they think that they've categorized everyone into one of like six different areas. I know. And it's so like, let's stupid. be real. Every question where it's like, you have a task to do. Do you do it immediately or do you put it off to later? Oh, in my job interview personality test, I do every task immediately, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I mean? But that's the thing right there. It's like, uh, it depends what the I know what the task best is. answer is, and I'm going to answer that way. Yeah, People will it, be so much more aspirational instead of honest with their – it's so dumb. If, I would oh. do it because I would be like, oh – yeah, I mean, if someone was like, hey, you should do this test to see which Disney uh, hero you are. I'd be like, whatever. This seems like a waste of time. But if you think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the thing. I, I mean, this leads right into job interviews for me, which I think can be pretty. I, I find them to be lazy in the same way because they ask you those like same generic questions. Yeah. Where they're like. What's your greatest weakness? And you know what? Here's the thing. My last job interview, I looked up on Google what the best way to respond to these questions was because I wanted to like nice. punk my nice. interviewer. And one of the things that was like, you know, one of the best answers is your greatest weakness is that you work too hard and get too caught up in your work. And then like, oh boy. And I was like, oh, that's such Does a anyone load. believe that? <laughs> but I bet so many people say crap like that so that their new yeah. employer might be like, ooh, I like a guy who works too hard. And it's like, come on, man. Like, let's just shoot yeah. the breeze. We'll get to know one another. You can get to know some of my strengths and weaknesses. Sure, if you really want. But like, you know, give us a give us a time when you were you know embroiled in conflict and how did you persevere through it yeah how did you resolve that conflict get out of here this is just so dumb (laughs) but yeah man uh yeah i see and that's how i equate personality tests is these like lame standardized like job interview questions that everyone has to like go through and yet i feel like both sides know it's garbage yeah you know yeah and that's the thing that's tough it's like i get too like people always say it's all about networking it's all about networking and i totally get it now as i've gotten older because it's like when you go to hire someone you're like ah this interview i don't know anything about this person (laughs) you know what i mean like if an interview is being honest you read a resume and you meet someone for an hour or half an hour when they're on their best behavior yeah it's like that is so hard like yeah you don't know what kind of employee you're getting you really don't you know and so yeah how do you yeah how do you get to know someone that quickly right i would want to have access to your Instagram account. I want to be able to see the photos you post on social media. <laughs> what are you I'm looking see, for? Then I'm going to see your passions, you know? What What do you love to... What do you okay. focus on, you know? Okay. And, Any deal breakers? Mm, gosh, I mean, if you're into, like, murdering children or, you okay. know, white supremacy, you probably can't be my employee. Right, right. Um... <laughs> No child murderers or white supremacists. Yeah, Just I mean... Really drawing a, a real wide circle there. <laughs> well, you know, um, 
Yeah, see, but aside from that, like, I I think I would just probably more focus to see kind of what they spend their time outside of work possibly doing. Um, I would also maybe see, I don't know, I would look at a few different things, I guess. But I, I just want to see their interests. And then I think what I would honestly do is I would want to do a half hour to an hour interview over a cup of coffee if I was in HR. I would never want to just like sit across like a boardroom table and with my sheet of paper, just like read off questions. I want to get to know this person. I want to get a feel for, for who they are and and why they want to work for me more than being able to tick the box of what their strength, weakness, all that kind of crap is, you know? Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I, I think more jobs probably should move in that direction. And I think you'd probably have, more employees who are actually interested in being at their jobs. You know? That's the and that's the key, trying to get to know someone like that in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's unreasonable either to if it's a I mean, depending on what the job is and, and where you work and stuff like that, but to go through like almost two rounds of interviewing mm-hmm. and say do that that's twice. A lot. I mean yeah, it might that's be a lot. It, it very well could be. I again it would depend on how big your management is, how big your, you know, human resource department is, all that sort of stuff would, would obviously play into it um, if that sort of stuff is possible. But, gosh, I just think sometimes you just got to get to know this potential employee. You're, you're, you're trying to enter into a pretty serious relationship without really getting to know the person. Yeah, that's true. You know, like when you really think, of, I'm not equating it to like, uh any sort of marriage well yeah <laughs> I, i'm not quite you know say getting to that point but i am saying like you really do got to know this person you're trusting that they want to be there you're hoping that they're gonna want to be there um and you're gonna want them there i guess is that that's more what i'm trying to get at is that you're mutually going to want to be part of one another's lives in a professional manner for yeah. an extended period of time. You're not looking for employees for like a month unless that's stated in the job description. You know? Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I you got to make a commitment to these people. Yeah, and, and you're looking for the best people for the job. And I think that's the reality as well is, you know, maybe you get passed over, but it's not because you're not good. You just, you're not, ex- they may have found someone better than you, unfortunately. You have to be at peace with that. Yeah. So, with all that said, I mean, we turned our tantrum into more of a a business conversation. I suppose. Hey. But yeah, dude, personality with all that tests said, are garbage. Just garbage. Just pure garbage. garbage. I shouldn't say that. They're just cutesy little things you can do for fun, but don't yeah. put anything more into them than that. Dude, how about you just go get on to know BuzzFeed people. and find out what late night food you are most like? Or, there you go. You know, That's a good idea. And then you can tell all your friends, oh, sorry, I'm such a... Such a pizza. I'm such a pizza what? instead of ice cream, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's such an ice cream move. Cool. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, oh. yeah. Dude, what do you got for us, Maddie? Let's talk about a couple things. One, shout out to Tiger Woods, who just won the Masters earlier today. We're taping on Sunday, by the way, folks. Mm-hmm. Tiger, I, I was wondering why everybody's posting about him on Instagram. Dude, I watched him putt on the 18th, went in the hole i was watching with my dad and i said dad we got to remember where we were when this happened this is a big deal this is major number 15 he only trails this guy named jack nicholas by three who has 18 overall and it's 22 years 
yesterday that he won his first one back in 1997. And cool. so it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So anyways. And, fun fact, Tarek Williams and Tiger Woods have the same initials. And <laughs> well, his name Tiger is Woods Eldrick. chose to use uh, use TW on all his gear. <laughs> Dude, you should really get a Tiger Woods hat for when you go golfing. I should have way more Tiger Woods I don't stuff. Know I'm why embarrassed you at how long that. it took me to realize that he uses TW on all his gear and that I didn't buy it. It was well, like, wow. It's only his hat. He's That's Nike, the only thing he has Nike's everything else. Yeah. But if you see his hats, mm-hmm. it's got this cool insignia where it's a T and a W. And yeah. I'm telling you, man. He doesn't I put don't that on anything don't... else. He doesn't have like TW jackets or TW pants. No, because it's all Nike, bro. Well, the hat's made by Nike, I bet, too. It's just, uh, you know. Like, I don't know. But TW. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't. I don't. I don't know that he has like his own line of stuff. Yeah, you really have to look it up, but I know that like Nike Derek's Golf is not that big. Tiger Woods. It's not. I got no. a buddy. All he wears is Nike Golf. Well, Actually, if you come golfing with us this summer, you'll meet him. They they bailed on uh, like actual golf clubs and stuff like that. Eh? They only do apparel now. Jordan actually has. You can get Jordan golf cleats now, and I looked at them. They look pretty awesome. Is that right? Yeah, but they're like. Yeah, I'm seeing bucks. a. a Tiger Woods sweater, obviously the hat with the CW, but you're right, not much. Yeah, man, I'm not much you. in terms of. Oh, well, yeah, not much. I mean, much I'm sure there's the odd CW thing, branded. but the hat is really. I mean, hat, and for your you head, hat. you definitely need yeah. one. So, for God, sure, man, get I gotta one. protect this thing. <laughs> I can't be having you yeah. getting melanoma, right, T? I need you yeah, to need exactly. you to get a cap on, all right? Exactly. At any rate, yeah, congratulations, Tiger. Dude, shout out to Tiger Thank Woods. You, I know you're I know you're a longtime listener, Tiger. We just want you to know we weren't. Friend of the show. We we'll have you on if you want to talk about the, your success and how how it took to come back here. Yeah. I how mean, long hey, it took. If you didn't I know that we didn't quite get you in the group chat T we'll call you T. Uh but if you want but to I'm come I, hey, look, <laughs> all right. There's varying degrees of T. <laughs> your second tier in this one, other okay? letters. <laughs> <laughs> tw if you want to come uh join us in uh this summer for a weekend of golfing you're you're more than welcome absolutely i suppose sure. i'll let you drive my cart okay <laughs> give some recommendations on yeah. clubs and stuff like that you know be yeah. a little bit but, but don't get too involved um, all right how how wild is it that his first name is tiger like now that he's a professional athlete no totally his first normal. name is eldrick oh he just goes by tiger yeah Ah, that's sad. I thought his first name was Tiger. Well, we'll have to actually look it up, but I'm pretty positive his name is Eldrick. That's ex- that's sad. Stand by, folks. Doing a little quick research here because yeah. I thought he was Tiger because I knew his uh, he's half Asian or something like that, and I thought you know Eldrick, what? I can see an Asian. Eldrick Taunt Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'm seeing it here. Yeah. yeah. So it's it Tiger is just a nickname, I think, but it's like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other people who go by pure nickname and not by any other, by their actual name. I can't think of too many. Sports stars that just go by a nickname are, are far and few between, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, good call. Unless you're Anyways, like the Rock. What else you got for us, Maddie? Okay, uh, so here's big news, folks. Uh, I know that we talk a lot about this stuff when it comes to like streaming services and but it's just it's very popular in culture and everyone 
that listens to this, I can guarantee has Netflix or Amazon Prime Video or Crave TV if you live in Canada or Hulu, Hulu if, if you, you live in the, in the States. States. Guess what? Disney just bought Hulu or has the controlling share in it. Wow. <clears throat> and and Disney can buy everything. And that's because they just finished their takeover of 20th Century Fox. And they just rolled out their new Disney Plus uh, streaming service. And you can get it now? No, it's it's not until November 12th. And okay. it's going to be exclusively in the United States to start, obviously. But with, with the hopes of expanding to the globe, I believe, pretty soon after. Okay. But the fact is, um, they've announced some stuff. Obviously, they've announced that they've got quite a bit of original programming coming out of sections such as Star Wars and Marvel. The Makes biggest sense. the biggest thing though is their pricing that they dropped and I feel like it shocked a lot of people. It is like half the price of Netflix. It is 690 no, 6.99 a month. What? For I all didn't of know their that. content. Yeah, man. Oh boy, Netflix. How how far down is their stock as you? And, did you look? Here's the thing. When Disney flexes, it flexes hard. Oh, boy. And they just put, I feel like, all these other streaming services on notice going, hey, guys, guess what? We're coming to town, and we're going to run the town. You can name me mayor before I get there. Because... Hmm. I'm just going to take a guess. Sorry, Matt. I didn't yeah, mean to interrupt. It, no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> did, did, they, uh, did they make that announcement on Thursday? Uh, Yep, right around there. Why do you say that, T? <laughs> Netflix stock took a huge nose job. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'll be honest. I could probably see where all the Disney announcements were. Take a nosedive on Thursday, March twenty first. <laughs> probably, yeah. I bet some, maybe something happened then. And then Thursday, April eleventh, they went from yeah, it, it dropped like twenty bucks and oh. one, yeah, oh. something wild. I don't know. At any rate, this is rough. That's that's not good news. Now, it's good news for the consumer because this is the thing that it does for the everyday person is it helps build healthy competition because I, – I, I don't know, man. I feel like Disney's too big to be healthy competition. That's, they need but, antitrust to step in and say you can't take over Hulu too. No, no, no. But here's the thing. Hulu's still going to operate on its own. Disney yeah, doesn't, but that's fake competition. Right. But it's more the fact – that I think what it does is you see Netflix and they started out at what nine ninety nine, now it's up to thirteen dollars. Yep. Now I get that there's inflation and and that's a reasonable thing for them to raise, but by having a competitor come in at six ninety nine a month, that's true. It's going to now say, hey, if you want to play the game, you've got to bring your pricing down and continue to bring your quality of programming up. Yep. And I think that that's not an unfair thing to ask of a company like Netflix. Um, you know, Tarek, name me – I'm even going to go as low as three. Three Netflix original shows slash movies outside of Stranger Things because everyone knows the Stranger Things phenomenon between us. We love them. That you have truly enjoyed or have either watched again or have in some way – give me three. If you can name me three, yeah. I'll be impressed. Yeah, you're right. That's tough. Like, it's stuff I like. That's Netflix original, but nothing that I'm just, like, blown away by. Like, I like Hassan Minhaj's, Hassan Minhaj's, you know, whatever it's called. I think I've told you that. I don't yep. know. His uh, news type show. Um, 
some of the stand-up stuff is funny. Yeah. Uh, I think some of their nature documentaries are cool, but nothing that's like, I have to have it. You know what I mean? I have to watch it again and again. Yeah, exactly. And I think... We do like Stranger Things a lot, though. Of course. Who doesn't? It's a great series. No. But And Riverdale me, season one. Oh, yeah. How great was that, eh? <laughs> that was solid. Anyways. But, okay, we can't go down that trail. But the no. fact is, I think the beauty of this is that it's going to either force Netflix to up their game or disappear, in a sense. Yeah. And it's scary to think about, but I think it's just reality, man. And, you know, Disney is providing so much content for family. And here's the biggest thing. Dude, I'm so fired up about this because it's come up in our group chats with our buddy James. They've got The Simpsons. Oh, because they got 20th Century Fox. They've got 30 seasons of The Simpsons. And I was so fired up about that. And I was like, man, because we've discussed this. I want to know who has been streaming The Simpsons. I don't think anyone has. And I grew up on it. Not that I'm going to watch all 30 seasons, but... I might. Dude, I would yeah, tell not, friends... Not intentionally, it would just be in the back all the time. That's exactly... I would tell friends in the office to kick rocks in a second if I can just watch The Simpsons in the background or binge it for an evening or whatever it might be because I'm bored. I grew up on that. Yeah. It's That is my... It's that, funny. Yeah. Every, every day after school, me and my brother would come home. We'd turn on CBC because The Simpsons would be on at 3 o'clock. And that's what we'd watch every day. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that's the thing that's tough. It's like, oh, man, my first thought at that price point, obviously be a smidgen more expensive in Canada because of the exchange rate. But at that price point for the content offering, there is no question you should get it. It's the best value of any streaming service out there. And it's like they, I, I would be interested to see like how much what the adoption rate is in the first two, three weeks. It's just going to be huge because you're going to be like, wow, it's six bucks, seven bucks. Why wouldn't I get it? And just toss it on there and then something's going to get cut. And I, you know, yeah. the problem is I would cut Prime Video in a second. I don't think it's that good. But yeah. it's tied to my Amazon Prime membership. That's so I don't exactly have to it. cut it. You know what I mean? They, exactly they have another it. value add. See, and that's <laughs> the thing, man. I think about it and it's like, you know, um, I'm a Crave TV guy. I have it through mm-hmm. like my cable subscription stuff. So I get a discount on it. But they just recently took over something else, which gives them access to a bunch of recently released films, um, HBO, Showtime content, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I believe that package is something like $20 a month. And it's like, it's about to be like, beat it, Crave, because these guys are about to come. Like, we don't care if you have all the HBO content. Like, these guys are going to come in and take over. Yeah. Like, ah, that price point is just, like, they could charge so much more and still probably get tons of customers at that price oh, point. My it's gosh. just going to be like, nobody will not take it because that content, they have so much. Huh. It's just such a deal. It's They're giving away all that content if they put everything that Disney owns on there. Yeah, and I, I see, my prediction is that they flex hard with this price point of $7 to start, and it most likely moves up to at least 10 within... A year and a half a to two years. years. Yeah, like after they've sure. squashed everyone else down, then they'll start to yeah. increase their pricing. Yeah, or or maybe they offer you know bigger packages or some other sort of perks, right? Um, yeah, I wonder. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, consolidation industry. Now we'll see Netflix have to merge with some other players, and we'll have one or two big rivals to Disney service or oh, something because the industry's got to change in response to this. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, right? I get excited for what could happen now. And this is mm-hmm. the thing, you know, is Hulu in the States is is Netflix's biggest rival right now. And 20th Century Fox used to own, I believe, like 40 or some odd percent of it, which now Disney owns. And so they're the biggest stakeholder in Hulu. So they're now mm-hmm. going to be able to have control over what happens there, which apparently, according to Disney, will be um, primarily like more quote unquote adult content of it's it's not directed towards kids and and that sort of thing, right? Which is what their yeah. Disney Plus is for. But I mean, Disney's making big moves because if people don't know, they own ESPN, and ESPN has their own streaming service called ESPN Plus. Uh, yep. throughout the states and so it'll be interesting to see if there's you know sports content that can come through this disney plus or you know what it can all become right but i think it's exciting um i get fired up for it mainly because it's just free market you know capitalism in a sense yeah but or disney being a big bully it could be it it all depends on the perspective you look at that from though I don't know how the metrics of streaming services work, but I wonder if they're even making much profit, depending on how you value your content. You know what I mean? Like they just have such a huge volume of content already. Yeah. I don't know if you have to spread the cost of developing that content over that price. Because I don't know if it makes sense if you do or how you account for it. You know what I mean? But it's like, are they just taking a quote unquote loss to do that? Because that's the thing. They're probably going to spend a ton of money in developing new content. Don't get me wrong. Like a ton. But like they didn't have to, or you know what I mean. Like their cost of the existing content mm-hmm. wasn't isn't like Netflix's, you know. So, well, I don't here's, know. Here's the other part too, right? You have to think uh, with the rise of what do you call it? Um, with the rise of streaming, you have to think things like DVD and Blu-ray sales have clearly gone down. Yeah, I don't know. I would I rarely ever buy those. Yeah. Exactly. So you you then realize that most likely um they're probably not making huge profits on those franchises um how do I put it? Ah, the old content. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, the classic cartoons that you it. and I grew up on. They're not making yeah, that stuff. Hitting. Hence why they're making all these new live action you know, remakes, remakes of, of all this yeah. stuff, you know? So like to throw all that content up and have that continually be watched by, you know, kids and their parents and everything else, um, they're probably not taking a loss on that. Yeah, that's true. You know, because they're not making money on it to begin with. So at least now they're making seven bucks a month per household on yeah, that same yeah. content, right? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. If you do, you give it a like when you already own the content, do you give it a cost? To acquire it like so netflix doesn't right. when they started they didn't have any original content and then when they did they had to pay a cost for it so it's like when they acquired the rights to things they had to pay for it and so that's a cost they have to cover disney i don't know you're an accountant would they have to account for the cost of acquisition for content they already own or do they not have to account for that because they already own it you know what um, i mean i don't know that you would have to account for it but you may have it traveling between like intercompany funds sorry to geek out for everyone but essentially what you might have is like, say, the cartoon movie fund is then, you know, charging the streaming service fund a certain right. amount. And so then the streaming so you're service you're paying fund, a royalty to a related company. Yeah. Exactly. That sort of, yeah. So, 
And then there's but most likely a... interest that could be popped on there, and they may end up having to pay it off over you know a number of years. But yeah, hmm. I, I that's think, interesting. Anyways, I think they just have so much money, and they can just flex on this, and it's like they do have so much money. Know, they're gonna do what they uh, want to do. They're gonna do what they want to do, and you're right. We will ultimately benefit, I think, and so hopefully, hopefully, they don't squash the competition, and then we just get stuck with. Two crappy streaming services. Yeah, it's kind of true, or right? One. Well, you know, yeah, but an even bigger company is trying to flex their own stuff, and that would be Apple, obviously. Yeah, so, I'm skeptical, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I mean, time will only tell, right? But they're going a different route, I think. I mean, they don't have the like a huge library of content. They're yeah. going. It sounds like they'll have some partnerships, but doing a lot of new stuff. Yeah, you know, they're so, gonna have to. They don't have a choice, but. Anyways, folks, that's my like streaming update. I just thought it was pretty big news. Um, I know that obviously this Disney Plus thing has been kind of like hanging around for about the last year. Everyone's been kind of talking about how it's going. It's in development or it's being developed. But uh, now we actually have like concrete information on when it's coming out, what it's going to cost people, and what it's all going to kind of include. So go check it out. It's literally a Google search away. Uh, you can read up about it. There's probably a lot of people's different hot takes on it if you want. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways, hmm. what do you got, T? Good stuff. Well, what do you think about home offices? Do you think you need a home office? That's a great question, Terry. Are you talking for tax purposes or are you talking oh, just for... No, I hadn't for even thought this... about that. It's not a bad idea. Can you no. do that for tax purposes? Don't only, you have to... only... There's a lot of criteria for it. So don't just... Yeah. Folks, don't just try and think you can write off home office. Um, and then cite Matt as your accountant. Yeah, tell, definitely Tell CRA to call Matt. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a home office. I always envision myself one day having a house where... You know, you'd have the big, like, oak or mahogany desk with a big, tall leather chair. Oval stuff. My humidor up in the one corner. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got to be able to smoke a nice cigar in there. You'd have, like, bookshelves yeah. down the down the walls yeah, yeah, full yeah, of all yeah, your, yeah, like, yeah. you're just a well-read man, you know? Of course. Um, maybe some nice just uh, some nice leather Calvin chairs or a nice couch. Dude, I have all the Calvin and Hobbes. They would for sure. I be. love Calvin and Hobbes. I went to my parents' house and got all the old ones from when I was a kid <laughs> the other day. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I I like to think that a home office is a nice thing to have, and it also like helps tuck everything away into one room when it's regarding like work or school or totally. whatever, that kind of stuff. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this question. Sorry to interrupt. No. Um, sure. When you were, I don't know if you do much work at home now. Well, no, you're still in school, yep. right? So when you're working on stuff at school, do you need to be sort of in an area designated with that, with with a clear? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm obviously describing sort of an office-like situation, but do you need like a designated area that's for work and that has all the things you need, like books or a to-do 100%. list or a schedule? You do. Yep. And the reason being is I am a man who probably has undiagnosed ADD or ADHD. Mm. I'm not really hyper, so let's be honest. It's just ADD. Um, (laughs) But I cannot focus if I have distraction around me. And that includes my my phone, my iPad, um, TV, books, movies, anything that can 
cause distraction, I will do it. And I even have a problem when I'm working from home sometimes because it'll be like, well, maybe I should go make a cup of tea. And then that'll distract me for 20 minutes. But, you know, if I were to, like, try and work at the kitchen table uh, with my my materials or, like, sitting on a couch trying to do it, it would get done at such a slower rate. I need the desk. I need to be able to spread out my work. Um, multiple monitors have ruined me where I can't work on a single monitor anymore. So it's nice to have external monitors to spread my work out even across screens. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I do need that designated space. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Does that answer your question? What, what, uh, what was the purpose behind this, D? <laughs> uh, well, I want to change one of our spare rooms into an office. Ooh. And that was my thinking. Um, like, you know, trying to get work done. I'm sitting on, on uh, the couch or at the kitchen table, and I got the second monitor going, and it's good. But, you know, I just need, you know, more filing cabinet space, I think. You know, um, Brittany made a good point once. She was like, I don't know. I feel like you don't sit. Like, it's not school. It's work I do, and it's a little bit flexible. And so it's like um, you would, you don't, you're not going to lock yourself in a room and just do work. You're just going to, you know, you prefer to be with people. If I'm downstairs doing something, you're just going to want to be on the couch. There's no point in setting up a room. And I was like, yeah. But then I've been finding lately as I get busier – I'm like, man, it's just hard to focus on things. Like you said, right? It's hard to, yeah. you know, like if I have a bunch of different things on the go, it's hard to keep track. And then when I get to sit down, I'm like, okay, what was I doing? Okay, I have to do this. Oh, I forgot about this. And then it's like, I'm all over. And it's like, I just need like a place where it's like, okay, I can write and I can put stuff up on walls and I can put things in files and pull them out and it's organized. And maybe I'm just not romanticizing, but just overestimating my ability to be that organized. But at least I can be. <laughs> right now, I can't be. That's exactly it. I think having a place where you can stack it all aside and be able to just like walk away from it as well is mm-hmm. super handy. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm a strong believer that if you have a space designated as like an office area, you're most likely to get more stuff done when you're working in that area than if you're sitting on uh, a couch or if you're sitting at your kitchen table because you're not you're not going to be able to set up the same way. You're not going to feel yeah. as comfortable. And, you know, it sounds really silly, but, I mean, I have this really awesome desk space where I've got, yeah, my external monitor. I've got my, like, laptop stand. I've got my, you know, keyboard and, and everything else. But then I've got, like, lots of room to spread out books and notebooks and uh, I've got a little stereo in the side to play some classical music because I like a little bit of background noise, but I can't have words. You know, I'm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's different, right? But uh, yeah, I've got even a little lazy Susan here that uh, has like an external hard drive as well as you know pens and pencils and post its and you know all the little stationary things you need. All the stuff you need. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think it's for me. I don't know that I would be able to be a student slash professional from home without having a designated space. And I think maybe that's the word I need to use because I think when you say office, a lot of people do conjure up ideas of the mahogany oak desk and the humidor. But I think what I really need is a designated workspace. Yeah. Um, And I can call it an office, but that's really more what I need it to function as is an area where it's like, okay, I can organize my life. I found too, I don't know. I feel like if I remember being a student, my biggest frustration was as you get higher up, like, you know, 
and you're doing harder work, it's hard to not always feel like, oh, I should be doing this and oh, I should be doing this. And it's like, you're just constantly worrying. Yeah. And I hate that feeling. And I found um, I can do better at not worrying when I'm not doing something if I'm organized. Like if I have a good list or a good idea of what needs to get done and it's clear mm -hmm. and I'm working through that list, I can walk away from it and not think about it because it's like, well, I've done the work, I have a plan. You know what I mean? And so I find, I think that will help as well. Dude, I legit See, is have that your list? a list for just today. This is my yeah. Sunday activities. Okay. I had to get laundry done. Had to put together my golf club set. Nice. Uh, got to wash my car still. The, first time the, okay, the, nice. the, the car hasn't been washed yet. I got to set up my pert stuff, which is for CPA. Um, I had to throw out a couple pairs of shoes, which damn near broke my heart a little bit, but I got rid of two <laughs> pairs. And yeah, had to do some updating on files and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? If I put it all on the list and I just start ticking, ticking things off, then it, it all gets yeah. dealt with. Yeah, and that's that's great. And see, that's the thing. I found out I'm a bit of a, a worrier when I'm not working on something. And then it, it really helps when I have a plan. If I'm sticking to it, then and it's written down so I don't, I'm not forgetting anything. Right. That it, it makes it easier because I don't want to be like a guy that's constantly thinking about the next thing that has to be done. I want to enjoy when I'm doing something that's not work. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Designated workspace. I need it. Dude. I need it. That bedroom you have upstairs in your house, why have you not turned that into a designated workspace? You know what? I think we're going to. I'm heading to Wayfair. You ever tried to buy furniture on Wayfair? I have not, no. Okay, well, I'm going to try it out, I think. Looking at Wayfair, um, we, you know, maybe I'll go to Staples and stuff to check out what they've got, but probably just put together something on Wayfair and get it shipped out and see how it goes. Like a couple of people I've talked to have done that and had really good experiences. So Yeah. 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 No, that's good, man. That's good. I I think it's, uh, I mean, for those listening too, if you do work from home in any way or if you're still in school or whatever it might be, I, I really do think there's a lot of value that can come uh, from having kind of an area where you're able to, in a sense, like isolate yourself. I know it sounds really silly to say that, but sometimes that's what you need in order to be productive, you know? Totally. I, I mean, even take, for instance, when I was in college, you know, um, you know, I had a lot of friends who used to go to the library to study and all it became, it was like a social, yeah, you know, hour. Uh, and you really got like almost no studying done. The only time I was able to like effectively write papers or do any sort of project was me closing my, the door to my dorm room and sitting down at the desk that's in there by myself and blocking out all distraction and just getting it done hammering it out yeah fair enough man and that's a good i don't know that's a good point right so yep at any rate um it's funny too i signed up for wayfair professional okay. a couple months ago as i started to look at stuff yep because i think you get a little bit of a discount or something i don't know they tell you <laughs> i know i was gonna say and then uh, <laughs> this chick called me and she was like hey Eric, I see you signed up for a professional. <laughs> I, I could be your account manager and help you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and what then is, really what I just want to be like, you're really overestimating the value I'm going to bring to this company. <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to have a relationship. <laughs> she, she has this idea that you're going to furnish an yeah. entire office. She's meanwhile, a, oh, so I see you signed up for a professional. What sort of furniture do you need and how big is your office? Uh, <laughs> uh you should have said like a good you know dozen offices with about 
24 cubicles with yeah absolutely and we all modern art of course we need to see your modern art collection it's very important that we have a great vibe in the office you know what i mean what do you guys got for clocks wall clocks i need some good wall clocks okay (laughs) yeah yeah and i was like everything in my mind to try and be like polite but also making sure like you don't need to waste your time ever calling me again i will not be worth having an account manager Dude, for. <laughs> you should have completely bs'd and been like you know i really like this stuff i don't know if i want to fit it in all 24 offices in my building yeah but exactly i was wondering if you wouldn't mind sending me a sample at a discounted oh, rate i'll try it out and then we'll get a feel yeah yeah that should have been the line and i'll let Could you know you if i want to make the larger purchase <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah buddy dude oh man dude, i'm cool. telling you t if you're going hard on the office though for sure get some cool wall art okay yeah yeah let me see well they got regular art we got to get some new pictures for this house but you know i don't know i like wall art to be i don't really have any wall art i'm not i don't care that dude, much but it's kind of nice doubt, if it's go like to ikea I was going to say, I don't like it to be so impersonal. It would have to be something kind of cool. Like if it was like a picture of some place me and Brittany have gone, or maybe it's like a local picture that some person I know made. I wouldn't, oh, yeah. I don't know. Derek, speaking of all the places you've gone to, <laughs> this is the part where you plug your stupid new podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a good point, Maddie. I got to plug Brittany and I, my wife Brittany and I, are started have started a new podcast called Destination Unknown. It's in the Talk to Me family of podcasts, as it were. And Don't call it we talk part a of the family. It's the redheaded stepchild of the uh, Talk to Me family. Well, okay, you know, the redheaded stepchild is still part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, tune in. It's uh, we'll put a link in the show description. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Me and Brittany just talk about. Places we've been. I write the show description, so that's <laughs> that's the way that works. Let's be real. So it's going in. <laughs> Maddie handles the social media, so it's unlikely you'll see a direction yeah, in the social exactly media. It. There will be no shared posts, okay? <laughs> but in the episode description, um, we talk about places we've been and places we'd like to go and what we liked and didn't like and why we love traveling. So help me. If you put Tune more in. effort into that thing than this, I will kill you. Never. Brady is the one who puts most of the effort in that yeah. one. I'm just the talent on that one. I'm just the <laughs> talent. I show up to talk, and, and that's about it. It's charming. Oh, man. No, that's really exciting. I, I think it's uh, it's obviously a cool cool new venture. And, you know, obviously, if you guys know anything about Tarek, this is how I actually describe Tarek and his wife to most people that I talk to that don't know them, is... For some reason, they always come up whenever I'm in the middle of a conversation about people who are like, I don't want to say older, but like not in their early 20s and have no kids yet. That's us. And so I always bring up, I'll always say, yeah, my friends Tarek and Brittany are actually, you know, they're kind of pushing 30 and and don't have kids and don't intend to anytime soon, I don't think, because they're always trying to travel the world to different Mm -hmm. new and exciting places. And so, you know, obviously travel is a big part of your lives. And so I'm sure it's, it's a cool thing. Don't expect me to subscribe, but, uh, you know. Uh, Matt, if you expect a subscription. <laughs> I suppose I should probably listen to the first one, eh? 
Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I you heard it was about Brazil. That's where we just came from. If uh, you're a listener of the podcast, you know a couple episodes I talked about it a little bit. So, Maddie, you're familiar with a little bit of what we talked about already. But, yeah, and if you yeah. really love waterfalls, I'm sure they spend a good half hour describing the <laughs> 400 photos of waterfalls that they put up through their well, social media if, accounts. And if you don't love waterfalls, or even if you do, all you got to do is turn on the tap, and it's pretty much the same <laughs> it's, thing. It's basically the same thing. Map- Matt Bullock. Waterfalls <laughs> are pretty much the same thing as turning on the tap. <laughs> Dude, tell tell people where they can find your social media. What you sure, doing? we're at uh, oh, well, on, we're Derek. at destination. We gotta get better dot, at this stuff. Un dot known on Instagram. Hold on, what? Um, des- yeah, it's it's a tough one. Destination Why? unknown pod at gmail dot com. Um, but destination unknown. Search that in any podcast catcher podcast app whatever and you should be able to find us um Tarek and Brittany we are the ones who are making the podcast but like I said there will be a link to the podcast in the episode description we'd love to have a listener subscription or let us know what you think yeah that's cool I mean mm-hmm. I guess, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we'll have guests on it's unlikely Maddie will ever be a guest yeah, as no, you can tell never. by the <laughs> never <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, Anyways, not. I mean, here's the other part too. I never travel. Where do I travel to? You know. Um. Uh, there's that one time when you went down to Idaho for a friend of ours' wedding. It's very true. It's very true. But outside seems of that, unlikely that I've, I've never traveled outside of North America, right? So is that right? Yeah. So, anyways, it's true. Yeah, and you're not coming to this golf trip this summer. I'm trying to plan. It sounds like, dude. I I will do my best to be there. Oh boy! I'll uh, yeah. I'll probably let you know by early May if that's okay. Also, what's this going to cost me? You haven't told me any price points. I told you the price points, and it, I messaged you the yeah, price also, points. Yeah. Also, can we just point out that's incredibly like reasonable? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's great. Yeah, that's that's actually really awesome. Yeah. 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 At any rate. All right. Um, well, I'll probably be there. Who am I kidding? Why wouldn't good. I be there? You know. Right. I need to know sooner than May. That's too long. Sooner than May. See, I got yeah. taxis until May. Well, that's yeah, I need to know. Okay, well, I'll just risk right, it. Anyways, and, and put in the holiday time, hopefully, and maybe it gets approved. Yeah, just just calling sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's only one day, right? <laughs> Hope they don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, well, listeners. It's been a slice, and uh, appreciate peace out. you guys. Let us know what you think. Always shoot us an email. Hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you guys. Scoot me to the game, yeah, I know my duty Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie True pimp, spin no dough on the hootie And she yell, there go mace, there go your cutie